Welcome to Married at the Movies, the podcast where a married couple discuss their sometimes very different views on movies. I'm Sean. And I'm Monica. And welcome back, madams. That's right. We took a break. It was unannounced, unscheduled, (laughs) and unexpected, but uh, also... Was it unexpected? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Fair. Very fair. Uh, At some point, we were going to drop the ball for a while. Did we think it was going to be three months at a time? No, but, uh, you know, life comes at you fast. Yeah. If you don't stop and watch a lot of movies and not talk about them directly afterwards once in a while, it might might... pass you by. I forget the rest of that quote. You might just miss it. Yeah. Okay. I'm not a huge Bueller fan. I know you're not. I know you're not. It's good. It's fun. But anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. No, that's not what we're talking about. Essentially... Because you're listening to this after Labor Day or on Labor Day, around Labor Day, depending on how lazily I get to editing this. Editing? I think I edited. This is essentially the first day of school, and we're back from summer vacation. So we thought we'd let you in. on. So our teacher asked us what you did this summer. Yes, and we said, how much time you got? And hopefully it'll be not that much time. Or not so much time that you feel like you don't want to listen to the rest of this or something. Our cats are fighting on the table on which we're podcasting. So we're a bit distracted. Much like the first day of school, you want to talk to your friends. There's exciting things. Maybe there's a fight. Who knows? Anyway, so what we're going to do is we're going to run down every movie we've seen since we last talked. And. It's, uh, how many we got here? Monica? It's not too long. We got it's 27. 27. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. We're not giving you, you know, full in-depth analysis, mm-hmm. dig level commentary on, on all of these films. Some of them might be a couple sentences and our rating. Yes. And that's it. Well, eight of them are ones you watched by yourself and you watch a lot more movies than I do. Yeah. So I won't really go in depth because we can't really have a conversation about them. Um. At, oh. Oh. One. Two. Nope. His shoulders were up. Loki almost got the pin, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, they're continuing. In uh, they're in they're in breather holds right now. Yes. In a headlock. I'm gonna I'm gonna just pause. <laughs> okay, we're back now. The wrestling match seems to be over, or at least will continue. Suspended outside the confines of our kitchen table on which we podcast. Yes. So, anyway. Uh. Yeah. We're going to just talk a little bit about movies, and then at the end, we're each going to share our two favorite films of the summer. And uh, it'll be interesting uh, come December to see whether or not these films you know, end up on top mm-hmm. or near the top or even on our top 10 list for the year. True. So uh, stay tuned for that. And I'm going to try to put timestamps in the, uh, the episode description, but if I don't, don't sue me. It might be kind of rapid fire, so. Yeah. So, actually, our first film, Monica, you watched and I didn't. Yes. So, why don't you talk about Together Together? Yes, Together Together. Uh, it's uh, um, Together Ed- Together, the 4th of November. No. Never mind. What? <laughs> remember, remember, the 4th oh, of November. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> um, together Together was uh, Ed Helms and um, some girl, I don't know the name, uh, and there might he, be a lot of that in this podcast, yeah, so if you're we like take a, time to research all of these, a uh, IMDb nut, uh, we apologize. It's like um, it's like baby mama, but gender like reversal. 
and and where a man wants to have a baby and he's single um but then it gets a little bit creepier like he kind of oh kind of well like he like not falls in love but just kind of gets a little bit like too close to the the girl that um is carrying his baby okay all right Um, so it's just yeah it's just an interesting look at um kind of like love like a different but different ways that you can love someone Mm -hmm. um where you know she's a lot younger than he is and kind of through the movie you're like oh my god wait is he gonna try to like get with her it's kind of weird but towards the end it's just like you know what maybe we look at love like a wrong way like love doesn't always have to be sexual and sure that sort of thing so it's just um an interesting kind of love story um it just ended a little sadder than i thought it was i thought it was going to be a little funnier i have that problem a lot with movies that i think they're going to be lighthearted. you're expecting like the rom-com kind of like, like oh yeah, yeah. And, then, and then like gets like too much like real life and i'm like oh that's a bummer <laughs> i wanted it to be you know uh but but it was still a good watch um and i i would recommend it um i gave it a seven out of ten nice that's a solid movie yes it is do you remember what you watched it on so we can tell the folks at home where to where to catch it it i watched it on prime i believe okay cool uh, or hulu no i think it was prime okay yeah. uh there's a there's a website called just watch yeah just, <laughs> look just it up. go to that look it up on that <laughs> all right so that's together together the next film that we saw was the latest disney live action foray if you will uh to humanize villains in their animated films or just, um, you know give the backstory yeah I think is the idea backstory uh alternate reality maybe um make you wonder by the end of the film if you should care about the person in the I animated think so, film yeah. uh it's cruella starring emma stone and um I really loved this movie. Like, I I wasn't expecting much at all in the way Mm -hmm. of, you know, a cool movie, like, you know, to see. Like, Mm -hmm. I was, I thought it would be somewhere in between The Lion King and Aladdin. Ooh. Right. Well, that's a big jump. Yeah. Because Lion King was awful, and I really loved Aladdin. Yes. So. But it it turned out to be way closer to Aladdin, I think. Okay. Like, on the Um, spectrum of... Okay. Yeah. I get it. I... uh, Going into this film, I had heard a lot about the soundtrack and the needle drops and, like, all the cool things it did with music and everything. And I actually thought that was one of the parts of the the film that ended up hurting it Mm -hmm. because I felt it was pretty oppressive. It was a constant barrage of sound British pop songs. Yeah. And I love Brit pop and I love a lot of the songs that were in it. Mm -hmm. And some of them were used really nicely, but others were just so in your face. Yeah. But when this film was able to like breathe and able to do like really cool things with fashion and design and Mm -hmm. art and all this like visual feast of a stuff like i i really really enjoyed it and emma stone was great yes no i agree i loved it it was uh, very entertaining yeah it, it was a very pleasant surprise to kind of absolutely kickstart the summer of 
um, going back to the, the movie, movies. Yeah, actually in the movies. Yes. yes. And it was great. Um, I think you can see it now on Disney Plus uh, without the $30 upcharge. I think so, yeah. And I would say it is well worth your time. Absolutely. As a family or, or even just, you know, a date night or just by yourself mm-hmm. to check it out because it's uh, it's funny. There's some great, like, heisty type, um, you know, scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, very cool. I gave it a, a, an 8. I gave it a 9. Nice. It was, it was really fun. Yeah. Like, and I would watch it again. Yeah. I think for me, I just, I knocked it. Um, it wasn't like, you know, a perfect film, so it wasn't a 10. And then I knocked it down one because I thought the soundtrack was just a constant, like, in your face, mm-hmm. like, you know, type thing. Um, yeah. So sticking with Disney, let's move now into Pixar mm-hmm. and to Luca, which is a film... Well, I already said it was by Pixar, so it'd be redundant to say a film that I was looking forward to. Yes, true. There has, I don't think, ever been a film I wasn't looking forward to uh, in my adult life, anyway, from Pixar. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it would have to be something very, very... It would have to be like the Sidney Crosby story. (laughs) Or, you know, I don't know, something horrible about, like, somebody who hurts cats or something for me to, like, not look forward to a Pixar film. Uh, what did you think of Luca, Monica? Yeah. It, being that it took place in Italy, your mm-hmm. father is from Italy, and mm-hmm. you studied abroad in Italy. I did. I did all of those things. Yeah, she's yes. cultured. Yes. Um, well, I, I mean, as far as the Italy component, I don't think it was necessarily very heavy on the like Italian culture necessarily. The scenery was very cool. Um, the the town that that it was based on, it was a town that I had been to, so that was kind of cool to, to see the visual aspect of it. Um, I loved this movie. It was, uh, I feel like people didn't love it enough. Like, I hear people, it's they're like, oh, weird... it was cute. Yeah. And I'm like, this movie was really good. Yeah. I watched it a second time. Um, oh, I watched it a second time when we were um, isolating. That's oh, yeah. Yes, Spoiler alert for later in the podcast. Yeah. Uh, I tested positive for COVID this summer, and it was super fun. <laughs> Can't you hear the air quotes? Yes. And smiling fake. Ugh. Anyway, continue. So we had to separate from each other. So, um, yeah, I uh, and I loved it even more the second time. Just kind of noticed some more things about it, and it still made me cry just as hard the second time. Yeah. And it was just like good cry. It's, it's very sweet. Um, and it's just got a great... You know, I love their messages about, um, you know, kind of just accepting who you are and accepting others without hitting you over the head with it. Right. I feel like it's not like nobody actually says like, oh, I guess we should accept these people for who they are. Like, it's just. Yeah, the film had multiple chances to do like a really schmaltzy thing or Mm -hmm. really kind of like groaner eye roll like saccharine sweet type moment Mm -hmm. and it kind of avoids all of them i agree and i i really respected that from the film and yeah like you were saying like a good cry the the ending of this just kind of takes you back to that time in your life when like little thing well i don't want to say little things because they are you know bigger things like mm-hmm. you know you make a friend and you feel like they're gonna yeah they're be big at the moment but it's like when like, you get right. older and look back at them they're not just like the biggest things. how quickly you can feel like your world is completely ending mm-hmm. and how small like your problems are mm-hmm. and it gives you this kind of like 
nostalgic pang for a time when things were like so much simpler but so much more heightened yeah you know it Mm -hmm. was like it's just this really like beautiful return Mm -hmm. to an adolescence yeah and i appreciate the the bromance Mm -hmm. of it all like you know they they hug each other they're like not a there's no like ew don't touch me it's just like these two teenage boys that love each other yeah in a non you know attractive or like non-sexual way there's not even any sort of romantic feeling at all in the film no for anyone towards anyone they're just really good friends yeah yeah even the the girl like one of them gets a little jealous but it's not like romantic jealous it's it's like you're spending time with her her. Yeah. yeah And, and the, the, yeah, it's nice to see. Yeah, and the character design for this, I feel like Pixar gets um, kind of, there's a talk track amongst Pixar's biggest critics where, you know, everything kind of looks like the weird, almost human type things and not necessarily Uncanny Valley, but too real like mm-hmm. in that. And this one, I think, goes the other way completely. And it goes to this cartoon place where everything's a little exaggerated. Everybody's got a different like shape or roundness or mm-hmm. certain feeling that just was beautiful Mm -hmm. i I absolutely love the look of this film outside of just the beautiful italian countryside and the Mm -hmm. cool underwater stuff yeah just you know if this was just about humans it would have been great yeah it was yes really great yeah yeah so monica what did you rate luca uh i gave it a 10 a 10 i did uh i gave it a nine as i'm looking back in my spreadsheet but i don't know if that holds i well i watched it a second time yeah so i think that's i think my original rating was a nine yeah and then i watched it again i was like this movie's awesome yeah i think (laughs) upon second viewing i might give it a 10 i think if i can remember correctly the the point that i knocked off was because i i felt at the time that the ending just kind of wraps up a little too perfectly a little too quickly Mm mm-hmm um i could see that but i also think uh, looking back after having time to digest that that's um kind of the message that the film wants to send Mm -hmm. is that nothing that really happened was that big of a deal Mm -hmm. so there's not really a need for all the tension to really even exist in the first place or have this big monumentous um denouement Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah so nine or ten for me 10 mm-hmm. for Monica. Uh, dear, didn't you say you were going to start a timer? Because I think we're way past that. We're only on film number three. I didn't say start a timer. <laughs> oh, okay. There are some, there are some uh, plenty coming up that I don't have a ton to say about. Oh, okay. About. Just checking. Because yeah. we're only on three and I feel like we talked a lot. We're good. It's only 14 minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah. But we still have 20. Yeah, but we messed around with the cats wrestling and stuff for a good six minutes in the oh. beginning. We got padding. Okay. The madams love us. They missed us. It's yeah. been three months. I, just, I don't think they want to hear us talk five minutes about 27 movies (laughs) we're not but i mean there are you know four or five that we're gonna hit a little bit harder because they these next couple discussion but don't have too much to say yes so why don't you go ahead and tee up the next one uh yes um, if you can remember what it is because you seem to forget we've watched i don't know some of these movies are a little bit forgettable for me like they were cool in the moment but then i i don't know um the next movie we watched together uh was a perfect enemy and this was a subtitled film in Romanian? language in i believe it's a romanian film that could be I've, it doesn't but matter. i think it's in french oh yes it is french yeah but i don't think it's romanian it doesn't matter it was yeah. subtitled it was not english um so we had to read as we watched it <laughs> um i don't really want to say too much what the movie is about mainly because it's kind of hard to it's 
yeah, it's, 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 a, a, it's two people. We could spend six minutes just kind of describing yeah, what this movie is. Two people that meet in an airport, I think is, you know, just the general basis of it. Um, and then it gets kind of weird and it's one of these like what's what's real and what's not real and like more information is revealed to you and you're you know trying to figure out exactly who these people are um it was i really enjoyed the direction of the whole thing there was a really cool part with a a model of the airport that was really uh really cool that was awesome um I I don't want to get too much into what I didn't like about it because I feel like it's too much of a spoiler. Um, but I just, I wasn't in love with the ending. Like, mm-hmm. the movie I felt like was mysterious all the way through and then I thought the ending was just like a cop-out of like, oh, of course. Um, that's how I felt about it. So I, I enjoyed it and I wouldn't tell people not to watch it. Um, I gave it a seven. I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, I looked it up, by the way, and it says country of or- origin, uh, Spain, Germany, France. Oh. So. Spain, Germany. Yeah. <laughs> but friend, Jimmy. I like that. Um, yeah. Uh, but they speak English and French in the mm-hmm. film. Um, I don't think you're wrong, but I think that I fell in love with the first 95 percent of it Mm -hmm. that and i didn't uh have as strong feelings towards the end of it as you do Mm -hmm. um i really i was completely along for the ride with this film there's Mm -hmm. you know without giving too much away there's kind of magic realism there's Mm -hmm. you know a little bit of um uh trippiness Mm -hmm. if you will there's yeah i i really um i dug everything about this movie like it really just kind of grabbed me very early on Mm -hmm. and like um i was just constantly you know very enthralled with what was happening and there's not a lot that happens in this film like there there's not a big slow it's a bit of a slow burn yeah it's a it's in all the picks up at the end yeah but But, yeah i just felt like the ending fell flat yeah and I, I see that take on it, but that take is definitely not mine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was very much on board, uh, pardon the airport pun, yes. <laughs> uh, with this film, like, from start to finish. I, th- I think it's worth a watch if you like the kind of cerebral thriller mm-hmm. genre, and if you don't mind a good, <laughs> like, build. Yes. Um, you have to, you know, invest in it early on, but... Um, it does kind of pay off what it what it promises, whether or not you like what it gives you. I guess it does. Yeah, it wraps definitely. up, you know, the the idea of the film. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, I gave it a nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, what'd you give it? A seven. I already said that. Oh, okay. you weren't you weren't listening. Sorry. <laughs> Apparently, I wasn't. Anyway, that's all right. It makes up for the four times you forgot that we actually watched this movie. Yeah, no, I'm like, what's that movie again? I didn't. You watched that without me. Yeah. No, Monica, we watched it together. You know, the airport. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> all right. Uh, next chronologically, we watched the booksellers. Skip it. Don't watch it. It was pretty boring. How's that for a brevity? Oh, yep. sorry. I fell asleep just thinking about this yeah. movie. Pretty much. Uh, um, yeah, you could just Google information about just, these people. It'd be yeah, more interesting. It was a disappointment. Uh, let's leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I, the next one was one that you watched uh, without me. Yes. Uh, and that was Wrath of Man. Yes. My okay. friend Matt and I returned to theaters triumphantly <laughs> together to watch 
crap. Except Wrath of Man was actually pretty darn cool. Yeah. There are a lot of very, very needless time jumps in this film. Okay. Uh, in fact, Matt and I, as we were watching, kept moving our hands along an imaginary timeline (laughs) to just kind of say like okay so they went forward from the beginning but then went backwards from the forward Mm -hmm. so we're somewhere between the beginning and the now (laughs) and then they jumped back before the beginning before the before (laughs) towards the ending and yeah i it's guy Ritchie, so he just can't help himself he does that kind of you know tarantino on steroids type timeline management um but if you can get past that uh, Jason Statham rules. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't... You can argue that he doesn't, but he does. <laughs> um, and But you're wrong. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good action with a little bit of a mystery to it. Um, kind of predictable, though. Mm. And, uh, yeah, the, it builds to, like, a really good um, set piece in an uh, armored car uh, depot that um it's really just like a lot of really good action a lot of uh shooty shooty bang bang um (laughs) things blow up and etc uh i I really shooty shooty bang bangs are my dad's favorite kind of movies yes exactly (laughs) and i think he would like this if he can stay with where they are and where the characters wouldn't he would just watch the shooty shooty bang bang scenes (laughs) um there's a lot of uh like pretentious kind of shots and like um there's titles like you know chapter four blah 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 and it's all like biblical sounding quotes and stuff but you know stuff you would see like on affliction or like you know those kinds of Mm t-shirts like they will be done or something you know (laughs) um real like boondock saints type type stuff but uh i i very much enjoyed it it entertained me and uh it kept my attention for the entire runtime i gave it a seven it's very solid yeah yeah Sounds and good. now for something completely now different. Now for something completely different. Tell us about the documentary that we watched that we actually enjoyed yes, this summer. Yes, not the booksellers. Uh, yeah, next up we watched um, LFG, uh, which stands for Let's F- you have to Go. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like your little editing there. Um, and this is a documentary about the um, women's uh, U.S. national soccer team. And, you know, uh, focusing on the team, but also um, mainly focusing on their uh, lawsuit for equal pay. And um, it was really well done just as a documentary itself, um, even if I wasn't strongly interested in the topic, (laughs) which I am. Um, It was very eye-opening still. Like, I I knew a lot of the things that they were, you know, talking about because I've been following it closely myself but there was even more stuff that just made me more angry you know like <laughs> shouting at the screen like how can they not see that this is unfair uh but the um i thought it was really well done with you know how they used talking heads how they used text mm-hmm. um throughout it like the text was almost kind of like like poppy or like comic booky at some part it had an energy mm-hmm. to yeah. the like normal you know document yeah, style and I things. think that kind of yeah. reflected in the whole, like, the LFG idea where there was, yeah. like, let's go, we're moving, we're ready, and, like, all this power behind it. Mm-hmm. So visually, like, the you kind of felt that yeah. with the film, I I felt like. And, um, yeah, it was just a great documentary. And even if you don't like, you know, soccer, it's not about soccer. It's about, right. you know, getting it's recognized for, for accomplishments equality. and, you yeah. know, equal pay. Yeah. Um, it was... Uh... I wonder what it would have been had 
uh, more people or anybody really from the current administration of U.S. Soccer Federation um, mm-hmm. actually given comment or there had been like another side presented mm-hmm. at least other than, you know, because it is, it's biased and oh, yeah, there biased. is literally only one side of it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there's kind of really only one side of it yeah, sure. because the other, the argument on the other side is just bafflingly like stupid yes. and bad faith to mm-hmm. be honest um so in in that sense it has a point of view um but you know if you're you're probably not gonna watch this film if you're like oh they don't deserve to get as much money you're you right. know so, those are not the people watching <laughs> no um but i think what it does do very well regardless of your take on it is break down what is really going on mm-hmm. legally and yeah. like how things happen and you know this meant that they had to go here and give so much more testimony or um you know the... yeah it definitely showed how much like you know they're professional soccer players and kind of how taxing this whole thing yeah. has been like yeah. where they could have just given up and they just keep fighting for it right and it's in- inspiring yeah sadly in retrospect it makes the heartbreak of the olympics even worse because yeah. it's like oh great now there's just more fuel for the other side um, heartbreak says, is a strong word they got silver i mean no they on. got bronze i mean bronze yeah <laughs> yeah that's right yeah i guess no, i take that back yeah well they still got a medal yeah well i i softened it by saying heartbreak and not gut-wrenching disappointment of i heard that so much well they uh, still got they still brought home the they still have more medals than the men's team well this is true they have more appearances than the men's team does and world cups and anyway Anyway. uh, yeah (laughs) Yeah. i think we both gave this an eight yep it was just a solid documentary Mm -hmm. and a very interesting topic yeah but it was it was well directed like you said like yeah. a good kinetic energy like mm-hmm. in a moving forward of a documentary Absolutely. instead of like meandering things like booksellers yeah like. uh anyway from <laughs> a woman hunt to a man hunt ah yes i like that transition to our next movie sure we watched a film which i recently learned uh is based on a virtual reality video game oh it's called Werewolves Within. Mm, that doesn't make it any more interesting for me. Okay. <laughs> and uh, this is one we kind of disagreed about a little bit, mm-hmm. I would think. Um, it's a fun kind of horror comedy, almost a whodunit. Uh, it's got elements of just odd comedy, like mm-hmm. alternative comedy type stuff. And then it's got elements of horror and it's got elements of mystery. Um None of them really outshine the other, and it Mm -hmm. kind of convalesces in this weird mixed bag. Um, I enjoyed it. I don't, I I think the points that I deducted from my overall rating Mm -hmm. weren't for it being like not enjoyable or like bad per se. I think it's just like a kind of um, mishmash, like it's, it's. It's, it like couldn't figure out what it wanted to be. Yeah. Yeah. Like, is this like, is it Shaun of the Dead, mm-hmm. you know, or is it more like, Knives Out? Or, yeah. Like yeah. mystery. It, and it just, for me, it was just kind of all over the place and yeah. it wasn't funny enough to make mm-hmm. me like see the flaws in it. Yeah. You know, like something like Shaun of the Dead is just like ridiculous, it's just stupid funny and you're laughing and you know, you can just enjoy the ride. This was like it had some of its funny moments, but there were also lulls of not funny at all when they were trying to like get to the mystery of it, and it, uh, yeah, yeah, it just wasn't. 
it was also pretty forgettable for me. Yeah, it was like odd. if I think about how it ended, I kind of remember. <laughs> yeah, I think it's worth a watch. I really i I liked a lot of it, um, and the parts that I didn't like were just kind of there. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the problem: is that there's a good thirty minutes, maybe twenty minutes in the middle where I kind of checked out. Mm-hmm. And like, and then like, got back on board. But mm-hmm. like, it, the the mere fact that it like let me wander for so long, mm-hmm. I think is a detriment. Yeah, you know, I disagree with you. I think you can skip this one. Yeah, I don't think it's worth a watch. I I think there's a, a specific person I would like, I would uh, recommend it to. Okay, you know, like our friend Kristen, I think would watch this and enjoy it. Okay, and I think Chris would, you know get a kick out of it hmm. okay i guess i like our friends i don't want them to watch wow like this. it's not that bad no, we watched bad. much worse yes I, know. <laughs> I mean i don't know i gave it a six i gave it a seven so mm-hmm. like we're not that far apart but mm-hmm. i i enjoyed the seven of it mm-hmm. you know yeah, yeah. anyway yes anyway. <laughs> moving on to a much better movie uh the next one we had on our list uh was black widow another one we got to see back in the theaters yes marvel yeah. is back yeah and I gotta say, I went into this movie with kind of low expectations. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love the character Black Widow, um, but I kind of just felt like they weren't gonna like do her justice, or yeah, like it was just gonna be more like a ninja fighting movie and yeah. like not much of a necessary you know backstory. Yeah, I was kind of on the same page. In fact, I think I said to you walking into the theater, it's like I'm not really excited about this. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm you know the the new slate of Marvel like movies i'm just kind of like all right like i'll see them because mm-hmm. you know you haven't done me dirty yet marvel mm-hmm. so you have my money until like there's a couple in a row where i'm just like nah, i'm out mm-hmm. you know but going in i was just like eh, yeah we'll we'll go check it out yeah and, and then yeah i was pleasantly surprised um i really enjoyed it um i actually wanted a little bit more backstory I feel like we didn't necessarily learn too much new about Black Widow. Like, um, you kind of know the whole, like, brainwashing thing. Well, I mean, you but learned the, that she had a family. Yeah, the sister and part, the... uh, it was pretty... I just felt like it, it jumped in time a lot. Mm. Like, she's, like, kidnapped or whatever. one jump. And then it was like, boom. Yeah, but, no, I mean, like, that time was a big jump. Okay, a I mean. bigger jump. Yes, like the... multiple jumps. No, no, yeah, gotcha. just one big jump. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... And one giant leap for all... Women Scar Joe. Yes. <laughs> uh, but that being uh, that aside, uh, there's this great action. Yeah. And this is some really great. Yeah. I mean, I always love like the hand to hand combat over like guns and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, so I uh, I was super into all the you know cool ninja moves that she does, and uh, yeah, and it was um, also great like like her using. Not just her, um, like, ninja skills, but, like, her her womanhood and her, like, mind. Mm-hmm. She's really smart to overcome. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, she doesn't just come in and bust up a room. Like, she no, has yeah, it's sophistication like and charisma. spy type yeah. stuff going and, on, yeah. Uh, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. With, with, like, you know, some other superheroes, just, like, Batman just, like, comes in and, you know, ties everybody up. <laughs> that she okay. what he does is batman a rodeo star no he's like he's, like he doesn't use guns so like he's got his little like 
you know, rope thing. And I don't know. <laughs> okay. I'm just, just saying. Sure. It's cooler. Yeah. I was a massive fan of the fact that they didn't tell an origin story. Mm-hmm. Because this could have been, you know, Doctor Strange. This could have been whatever. Insert random Marvel character here and mm-hmm. write out three structure of hubris, fall, redemption, yeah. you know, etc. Um, this is, it was completely different. It was like all the stuff happened in the past and here's what we're doing now mm-hmm. to write it. And it was, it, I I thought it was excellent. And Florence Pugh absolutely steals this movie. Oh yeah, she's just really good. As soon as she starts, she just takes it by the reins and it is her film. And I think that's almost kind of the, the worst part about it is that Black Widow doesn't really shine as much as, I think, yeah, as, I agree. as her father, played by David Arbor, and um, <laughs> so and her sister. And uh, yeah, I'm very much looking forward to uh, Redacted for spoilers now mm-hmm. because of the post credit scene. And we'll get to see more of Redacted for spoilers. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so yeah, Marvel's back. Uh, and I'll explain to you what that means yeah, because I was you're trying looking to remember, at me like you can't I'm remember at all. Trying to remember what the 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 I think, scene at the I end think was. You had to, I think you had to pee really bad, so you didn't Did actually see the final final. That, that could be that happens yeah. a lot as I get older. Yeah, <laughs> you get older. <laughs> I don't drink too much soda. <laughs> Thirty-five. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. I still yes. have twenty-three more days. Anyway, I gave Black Widow one more than legs. It had. So I give it a nine. Wow. <laughs> it's wow. been three months. I got to get them all out. They're real fail. bad. They're real so bad. So I had originally written down an eight, but as we talk about it more, and then you reminded me of um, what's the name Hopper? Um, David Arbor. Yeah, and some of the hilarious things that he does. That I'm actually going to change mine to a nine. Uh, so yeah, I gave it a nine as well. Because I kind of forgot about some of those That's things. That's all right. We'll allow revisionist history. Thank That's you. Re- revisionist. Yeah, you drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's the next this movie, Monica? Put, you as well without me. Put down the water. Was you, was you as without me. What's the opposite of de- you're too hydrated? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the next movie I did watch without you. Uh, the next one I watched was uh, Growing Up Smith. And this is a sort of... Uh, slice of life looking at um a boy from india um you know i'm sorry his his parents are indian um and he's growing up in america so it's a a coming of age story you know just of a teenage boy but also a teenage boy with strongly indian culture centered parents sure so like the clash of american culture versus their culture um and him trying to um, struggle you know he's struggling with that and wanting to you know he sort of falls in love with like the girl across the street but his parent his family believes in arranged marriages so he's destined to be with this other person um and it was yet again the problem i always have that i thought it was you can't remember what you watched it on no oh, oh yeah, i do have that problem too now that was this one was on prime i think i don't know uh, <laughs> just, mind, just google it he'll tell you um that i thought it was a little bit silly gonna be a little bit sillier ah. like coming of age silly movie when he like you mm-hmm. know drops all his books in the hallway at school or like you know just kind of light-hearted things <laughs> i don't is know that, is that a thing <laughs> like, that happens in a lot of movies no i mean like just, he drops all his books <laughs> just i couldn't think of like <laughs> something silly that's not like 
you know, I mean, it's like your first day of school and you like want to make a good impression and you like, and you just like fall in front of the class. Gotcha. I don't know. And I'm not just talking about my first days of school as a teacher. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So it was a little bit more uh, real and it towards the end takes like a a really real turn and I ended up crying a whole bunch and I didn't expect that to happen. Mm. Um, So I was looking for movies over the summer. Growing up sniff. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yikes. There's I, 27 movies. There's going to be yeah, more puns. Yeah, puns, yeah. <laughs> um, I was just kind of hoping for a more lighthearted film, um, but it was still uh, it was still good. It was still entertaining. Um, cool. and, uh, and I'm actually going to change my rating again because as, oh as I talk more about it, I remember more things. Uh, so I'm going to give it an eight. It was a little, it was kind of a slow uh, burn. Okay. Too, but um, overall, I liked it. I would you're, recommend it. You're changing it to an eight from? A seven. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. So mm-hmm. cool. Very cool. And it's mm-hmm. Growing Up Smith. Mm-hmm. Check it out if you're so inclined. Mm-hmm. And uh, a very different sort of film oh, that we saw. Next, yes. Uh, based on a tweet storm. <laughs> a tweet rant. A Went Tweet. to a, I don't know. No. Uh, <laughs> that sounds dirty. The, yeah, I might edit that. <laughs> Didn't like saying it. Don't like hearing it. Um, anyway, the infamous uh, 200-some tweet thread mm-hmm. uh, of a Dancer and the wild weekend that she had, mm-hmm. Zola, uh, came in like a whirlwind <laughs> into our lives in film form uh, over the summer, and... I gotta say, this movie kind of blew me away. It was just a thrill ride. <laughs> I had never read the tweets or even kind of a, you know, a summation of the the story that the tweets told or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But this thing was just like a roller coaster. Mm. And it was directed so well. It was like, directed very well. The level of attention to detail and like, extra visual storytelling was like way kind of off balance with what you would think this film would look like yeah <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean like you wouldn't just assume like that, that like, high these, quality of like yeah. exotic dancers like in florida or whatever mm-hmm. to like have this kind of a heady direction mm-hmm. and this like such an adept visual hand behind the camera and mm-hmm. Yeah, this film, like, I don't have much to say about it other than it surprised the hell out of me, and I thought it was excellent. Mm-hmm. I think excellent is a strong word, but I I think I would have liked it more if I didn't know it was based on something true, because there were so hmm. many times in the movie that I would like, oh my god, why didn't you just leave right at this moment? Okay. And then, like, you know, shit gets even, like, worse and worse and worse, and I'm like, oh my god, why didn't you just leave? Like, just go like yeah. what are you doing so maybe it's part of like being a girl like watching it and i'll be like why did you just put yourself in this circle oh my god get out this is stupid get out mm-hmm. that i kind of felt like if it if i knew it was 100 percent fictional i would have been able to enjoy it a little bit more but i couldn't like suspend my disbelief because it was based on something true yeah so and then also part of me was like she had to make some of this stuff up. There's no way that this happened kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I think... I don't... I'm trying to figure out whether that would matter for me, mm-hmm. you know? Like, even if 
the, like the tweets aren't true at all. Mm-hmm. It's, it's still, still a, fun, a story. It's still a fun story. You know? So I, I don't think I care mm-hmm. whether or not if it's a representation of the actual events. Yeah, but I, I'm saying I would have enjoyed it more if it was totally fictional. Yeah. You know, that it's like, this is based on something true. I'm like, uh, come on. Like, either she's lying about some of these things or she's a moron. Like, yeah. you should have, you know, removed yourself from these situations. I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. think the movie paints a picture that would be e- easy to, you know, extricate yourself from. So. Yeah, I don't know. Like, early on. Like, I I don't I don't know. Just... To not go in at all is a different story. Yeah. yeah. That, um... That's fair. But, yeah. I... I... <laughs> I, I was really blown away by it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was still, I mean, it was still cool. I wouldn't, I also think that you and I go about our ratings differently. Mm-hmm. That I try to think about, like, I'm not necessarily rating it for my personal enjoyment. That I'm, like, mm-hmm. thinking about, is this film, like, accessible to people and things like that. So this yeah. is a film that I don't think that, like, a smaller group of people would enjoy. Yeah. That you, you know, have to like a certain kind of film. So I kind of think about how I enjoyed it, but also, like, how it falls in the realm of, like, accessibility to other people. So I gave it a 7. Yeah. I mean, to a certain extent, I don't really care. Mm. You know, it's my rating. Yeah. You know. But I'm, like, sharing my rating with other people to be, like, based on, like, whether I think it's... And, again, even just, like, thinking it's a great movie for something to be a great movie to me means that other people will enjoy it. And I think mm, See, I completely disagree with that. Okay. I think there can be absolutely great movies that only a subsect of people mm-hmm. will really enjoy. Yeah. You know? Well, that's why like, that's we, what I'm saying we go about our ratings differently. Yeah. We enjoy, like, um, let's say, even, like, the new pornographers, right, mm-hmm. in music. Mm-hmm. And we would say they're a great band. Mm-hmm. But there are friends of mine that wouldn't be able to listen to three tracks of theirs, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I think music is a little different from movies in that way. They're both art. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just saying, we go about it. Just because they sell popcorn at movies and don't at concerts, which, by the way, concerts, why not? (laughs) Um, You know, I don't know. It's all art. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, I give it a nine. Mm -hmm. Um, That's my rating. Mm-hmm. Your mileage <laughs> may and will vary. Uh, yeah. So, okay. You want to talk about uh, movies that are accessible to a lot of people and what you rate them accordingly based on. Yes. Uh, I saw Escape Room Tournament of Champions, <laughs> which is the sequel. <laughs> I can't even think of an adjective ad in yeah. front of sequel to Escape Room, which came out a couple of years ago. And I loved. I thought it was great. I thought it was a romp. It was a, you know, fun horror thing mm-hmm. that uh, I saw with, with friends and really enjoyed. And uh, much like uh, Happy Death Day, right? Mm-hmm. But where Happy Death Day took everything that the first one did and in the second one built on it or threw away that which didn't work mm-hmm. and kind of changed itself to be a completely different genre and a way more over-the-top, like, turn-up-to-eleven mm-hmm. type sequel. This just kind of did the same thing. Yeah. It built on the lore, if you will, on the world-building of okay. the first one. Um, it's a good sequel, like, continuation of the storyline. Mm-hmm. 
But I feel like all the tricks were kind of already used in the first film. Uh. And it was just a little more the same, a little too much of the same. Um, And then I think in the end, they just kind of broke their own like premise and, and broke down like any continuation of it. Like I didn't really enjoy where it ended because it felt like it didn't take a step forward. Oh, they didn't escape. <laughs> I'm not saying anything oh, okay. about that. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, I just, um, it was fine. It, <laughs> it it hit me like. You're doing fine. Okay. Um, yeah, so I give it a six. I really, um, it could have been a lot better. And it was the first time it, it came around okay. because it was new and it was, you know, different. The the writing and like the escape aspects of it were really really cool oh neat but um that's that's kind of about it gotcha. uh, so i think normally maybe i'd give it a little more leeway mm-hmm. like i did with the first one like mm-hmm. the first one i think i gave it like an eight um but to come out and do just the same thing and just play the hits like wasn't enough for me the second go around gotcha so mm-hmm. yeah that's where i ended up on escape room tournament of champions nice so you want to talk about now this next one we probably need to start a timer for because we're just gonna go off forever about how disappointed we were in this movie yeah uh (laughs) if you haven't guessed yet um what we're talking about um yeah so m night Shyamalan's latest was old and we both agree what the main problem of the film was and that is marketing Right. Yes, that the trailer gave away the the main premise, which you were like, okay, I'm gonna go into this movie, and I'm not spoiling anything because it's in the trailer. They find this beach or island somewhere, and it ages you very yes. quickly. Yes. Yes, and it takes a two minute trailer to tell me that, and right. forty five minutes into the movie to tell me that the the film like belabors that point mm-hmm. and. There are certain aspects of that that are cool and that they have to explain and that mm. are, you know, kind of more like, well, what about, oh, okay, they answered that. Yeah. But they spend way too much time doing it. Way too much time. And if the trailers or the marketing hadn't shown that much. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe if it wasn't called old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're like, the character's like, trying to figure out what's happening here and I want to be like you're all aging you've not yeah. figured that out did you not see the trailer for your right. own movie like- so, <laughs> so for the first like hour the entire audience is way ahead of the characters yeah. and that's not fun no. in a movie like, especially that's- in an M. Night Shyamalan movie you're expecting right. to be confused or like, or, like trying right. to look for things to figure out what the twist yeah. is clues and yeah. you know like different mystery boxes and, and that kind of mm-hmm. thing but when you're so far ahead of all the characters and none of the characters are smarter as smart as they need to be no. to make it interesting, Mm-mm. then just, yeah, it, that's the letdown. And then the second biggest disappointment is the writing. The writing. It the dialogue awful. is just untenable. It is, nobody talks in the way, the stilted way that they had them yes. talk. And every character, it seemed, spoke only in jargon that would hit you over the head with what their occupation yeah, was exactly. so doctors and nurses used medical terms mm-hmm. in like i guess the right ways yeah but I don't know. in a context where no human doctor would be like you know 
like the at one point i think a character said show me your lacerations yeah no no That's no no i know nurses hurts. and doctors they would <laughs> yeah. just be like let me see your face yeah you know i uh yeah wow just a disappointment just, and then just lacking the m night Shyamalan like twist yeah the ending was not surprising i thought it was very predictable yeah it was pretty lackluster in terms of a big wow factor Mm -hmm. um there's some great performances and some good uh he always does really interesting things with the camera Mm -hmm. to kind of give you a weird sense of dread or at least discomfort Mm -hmm. um which i i think is really cool um but yeah, there's and then there's a couple of things that I feel like are plot holes, but also I don't want to give the movie that much more time to really think yeah. about. I so, feel like it wasn't thought through very well in some ways. No, things. it's it just made me sad, really. Yeah, that, me too. That Shyamalan needs a writer. He needs <laughs> he he needs to break the story, write the first draft, mm-hmm. and then give it to a trusted colleague <laughs> to, to actually write the dialogue to punch it up and to make it work Mm -hmm. and then he can direct the hell out of it yeah like that that's what some of his best films Mm -hmm. were or his cons like his concepts and storylines and twists are great they're fantastic need somebody else to to tell it yeah it's yeah i don't know i'll i i mean i keep giving him a shot because like every once in a while you get that that like split you know Mm -hmm. like split was great and then the ending just absolutely blew my face yeah yeah i i literally uh like shot straight up in my seat and said holy shit yeah (laughs) like at a very unreasonable volume when that happened i think i was like one of three people in the theater who understood (laughs) what that ending meant but um yeah so Shyamalan, just keep plugging away but yeah maybe hire some find somebody to to write write your dialogue for you man um yeah it's sad because I wanted it to be really good. I want him to be back, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I th- we both gave it a five, mm-hmm. and that's probably generous. Possibly generous. Yeah. yeah. Oof. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> Not <so> anyway. Great. <laughs> um, to something that made something old new again. Ooh. Uh, this was the summer of Space Jam: A New Legacy. Indeed. The LeBron James vehicle <laughs> starring. LeBron James (laughs) (laughs) and the Looney Tunes and every single character from any Warner property that's ever pretty much existed. Yes. Including Wizard of Oz, Matrix, uh, Batman, Batman, and Batman. Yeah, there are a lot. lot (laughs) Every version of Batman and and ancillary characters therein. Um, Yeah, that being said, the, you know, the, the, the weird, like, warner hopping universe stuff (laughs) wasn't my favorite thing Mm -hmm. and there's some real weird choices that they make with the final game but overall in spite of myself i really like this movie it was really fun it was really fun it was stupid it was funny like there's some real cringe stuff um what's it porky pig raps which is like that was hilarious it was hilarious super funny it was hilarious but at the same time it's like okay (laughs) well i mean i feel like people don't like think about appreciate movies for what they're supposed to be yeah like this is supposed to be cheesy silly fun right like right it's not supposed to be a brilliantly written 
like story. It's supposed to be predictable. Mm-hmm. It's it's a family movie. It's fun. The thing that's weird though is like I feel like this should be a movie that's targeted for a new generation, right? A new legacy. But besides mm-hmm. the video game aspect of it, everything is nostalgic. Absolutely. Including the Looney Tunes. Yeah, the, all the 20-year-old yeah. like the most recent reference was I think to one of the Nolan versus Batman. Yeah. Uh, Nolan versus Batman movies. Mm-hmm. And that's what 12 years old at this point. Something like that, yeah. Um and then you've got, you know, the Matrix from the 90s. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure kids' parents still show them the Matrix because it's yeah. a, it's a great movie, but yeah, it's just so weird that they didn't like yeah, I don't capitalize know. I, on like I feel an like old this movie was thing. supposed to be for fans of the first one. Well, that's what I think yeah. they had to market it to because mm-hmm. I don't think that, you know, that they can re start this like franchise yeah but yeah um lebron james was totally serviceable he's no worse than mj i mean maybe a little bit worse than I, MJ. I thought it was fine i thought he was pretty stilted in a couple scenes um can i um kind of uh rat you out for the one part when i cried yeah what it was sweet <laughs> It was sweet, but I don't think it was well acted enough to elicit actual emotion from me. Be. It just makes me think. I just, I, I'm a very emotional person. Yeah, I cry very easily. That's okay. I cry more. Weird. I cry more easily at like sweet, happy things than I do yeah. like actual sad things. Yeah, it was just weird that I looked over. And you were... I was like wiping away a tear. It was, <laughs> I was sweet. Like, it's space Jam. Yeah. So what? It was cute. Uh, anyway, like, I didn't not, think it was... I'm not embarrassed. I didn't think it was that cute, but no. uh, it was fun. It was fun. I gave it an 8. What did you give it? I think I also gave it an 8. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you should definitely I, watch it. I had uh, a co-worker, two of my, my co-workers, um, I was very interested to hear their takes, uh, and one of them said it was really great, it was really funny and the other one said it was totally cringe and he was disappointed so yeah. it was very very fun then to talk to them together about <laughs> about it but yeah it's um it's worth watching it was silly like yeah, it was fun don't like if you're expecting something better than what you got yeah that's like, what i mean it's kind of like, get over yeah. yourself yeah. yeah um and then yeah. so moving on next? to a not fun and lighthearted. <laughs> uh, the next movie we watched was Stillwater. And this is... Uh, Matt da- Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> it's basically the Amanda Knox story. I think she was actually like suing them for being like, this is my story. Yeah. Uh, but uh, about an exchange student that's accused of murder. Um, and can't say too much without giving things away, but just... Matt Damon is her father and he's trying to get her out of prison and get her out of this and, you know, prove her innocence and things like that. Um, I thought this movie was great. It was um, not as it wasn't like action packed. It was kind of slow, but they kind of slowly reveal certain things to you. Um, And I thought it was kind of like scary in the sense of like, oh, my gosh, like you just be like put in jail in a foreign country and like you maybe didn't do it. And that was kind of interesting as well but it was very well acted um and very well the acted. ending was very interesting mm-hmm. and i it, i'm still like kind of thinking about how i felt about the ending again i don't want to give stuff away but you were mm-hmm. like am i supposed to feel this way or this way i'm not really sure but, uh, but i thought it was great i actually i gave it a nine yeah 
Um, I I concur with pretty much everything you just said. Mm-hmm. I I was really. Oh, sorry. Can we play that back? <laughs> <laughs> um, I was really kind of shocked at how much I I fell for this movie. Like I was in it, you know, the mm-hmm. whole time. It to me felt a little long, just overall. Yeah, I, I don't that. think there was any one part that kind of lagged, mm-hmm. but. There were some parts it, that could have been cut yeah. out, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. But just, I mean, the Matt Damon's fantastic. Yeah, like, he's very good. Say what you will, the guy can act his pants off. Mm-hmm. Like he's so good and so infinitely watchable. And I think him more so than other people that are like that big, um, like your Tom Hanks or um, I don't know. There's not very few people that are that big Mm -hmm. even affleck i would say yeah yeah matt damon isn't always just matt damon Mm -hmm. you know he more than a lot of people can really disguise himself as a character and i think this one he's very not matt damon like hunky charismatic guy he's a concerned dad yeah but he's also a fish out of water and he's also kind of low class and Mm -hmm. you know um Matt Damon usually plays like high status people. Sure. And, um, but yeah, I, I thought it was, it was excellent. And like, there's some like images and some scenes that really just kind of like stick with you. And like mm-hmm. some that can like really rip your gut out. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I thought it was great. I was mm-hmm. like really pleasantly surprised. I thought it was just going to be kind of like a, um, you know, like pappy almost mm. like, I was worried it was going to be like this, like, dad does everything right by daughter in foreign country in America. Oh, okay. You know? So um, to see that they didn't stray from hard questions or, like, really interesting topics was was very cool. And I, I'd i recommend this if you like oh, I def- a good yeah, drama. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I give it a nine as well. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Mm-hmm. All right. So the next film. The next th- two, actually. Uh, yeah, the next two films um, I watched and Monica didn't, mm-hmm. so I will be talking about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, not for very long, uh, for the first one, and then um, you might have to start a timer for the okay. second one. Uh, the first film is Sunshine, which came out a couple of years ago, and I had just heard about from multiple different people, uh, including the Slash Film cast mentioned it, and um, a couple of my friends just offhanded mentioned it. And uh, I wanted to check it out because I've been in, in kind of a spacey mood uh, lately. So Sunshine is like, um, <laughs> I forget the specifics now, but uh, there's a space mission that goes to the sun for yeah. a reason having to do with science. I forget. <laughs> <laughs> I watched a lot of space movies and they all had missions and I kind of forget which Why? ones they all okay, are. That's fair. And then I read a book in there, which just, you know, words bump pictures out of my head. <laughs> Anyway, the first uh, 90, 80 to 90% of this film were like 100% what I wanted. Like Mm -hmm. absolutely amazing, excellent, just really good hard hard sci-fi, like science people making science choices and (laughs) astronauts being just awesome people because like I have a very – very high respect for astronauts if you haven't like noticed <laughs> through like our, our themes on this podcast mm-hmm. um and it was amazing and then the film decides to do this weird thing 
and I didn't <laughs> like that thing at all. And uh, after talking to a lot of people about this movie, like nobody really liked that weird thing. Oh, okay. So um, besides the weird thing, this would have been a 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. With the weird thing, it was a 7. Oh, like, wow. that's that how, weird? That's how much I did not enjoy the like ending it was like why why this isn't the movie you were making for the last 40 an hour and 20 minutes mm-hmm. you know so why why is it the movie you're ending with because i i didn't want this movie i mm-hmm. i want the end of the movie that i started watching um so yeah that's sunshine uh maybe you'll like the twist at the end but um i very much did not yes and then my favorite studio a24 came and knocking on my door and said hey sean we got this movie it's got dev patel in it you like him right and i was like yeah i loved him in lion and you know a lot of things yes. that he's been in uh he was cool as david copperfield too and they're like okay cool and it's also about knights it's like medieval and stuff like that and i'm like okay great See, i did not think you were like into that that uh, much sure I don't know. We just in don't a certain... see a lot of those movies. I don't know. Well, to be fair, they don't make a ton of them yeah. anymore. I just didn't know that was your thing. I don't know. Yeah, but it's also Arthurian. So, like, it's not just, like, random, you know, good guy knight versus bad guy knight. Mm-hmm. Like, I like the lore of it and, okay. like, the Britannia, you know, and Avalon and, and stuff like that. Okay. Um, I like a good myth, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then A24 was like, but wait, there's a fox. And I'm like... Oh, you son of a bitch. I'm in. So <laughs> I went to go see The Green Knight at the lovely Ambler Theater. Another reason why you shouldn't watch trailers. Because I would have gone, if it weren't for the trailer of this, I would have gone to see this with you. Yeah. Because in the trailer, the fox talks. And I said, I'm out. Because <laughs> it just looked so weird. And like, I'm yeah. like, if this guy's, you know, sidekick is a talking fox, no thank she you. She went full Shark Tank, Mark yeah. Cuban. She was out. And then you told me that the fox isn't even in it that much. So I Yeah, which was a bit of a disappointment to me. But um, I believe I used the words visual feast earlier in this podcast. (laughs) But there is no film for which those words are more apt to describe. Than this one? This is like, there's that YouTube channel, Every Frame is a Painting or whatever mm-hmm. um it's like they you know break down visuals and in, in films and stuff oh, cool. um this is one of the most gorgeous films i've ever seen wow. in my life it's mm. just so beautifully shot and there's i don't think there's a ton of cg i've seen some um video breakdown uh through vanity fair on youtube oh okay and uh the like round table scene in particular they actually used matte paintings like the old school method of like matte paintings and like there are people that he points to in the background that are literally painted and like aren't actual people um that's cool it is gorgeous but beyond that um the words slow burn get tossed around (laughs) a lot and here it is very fitting and this is not your like clanging swords you know butting of heads horses at full stride knocking into people type thing okay this is not that kind of night movie this is more an allegorical metaphor magic realism like kind of trippy 
um did i say allegory already you did yeah just this like beautiful piece of narrative and storytelling and and lore mm-hmm. and it i it was amazing i i loved it and i could keep going on but you already look bored um so i'll just say it's i was a, just looking at the timer i gave you you gave you four minutes okay where am i at uh, oh okay all right so yeah dev patel is amazing uh i gave it a 10 out of 10 uh i loved it it is not for everybody like this is one of those where i think this is it it is an, a truly excellent film mm-hmm. for about 20 to 40 percent of the population okay um yeah there are a lot of people that won't won't get what i got out of this okay but i am so glad i saw this and i wanted to see it again but uh, we'll get into why I didn't later. Yeah. Well, we already shared that information. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. We people already know you got COVID. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, stupid COVID. Wear your mask. Um, I'm vaccinated. And I was fully fine. Had no symptoms. You're, nothing was wrong with you yeah. at all. I'm I'm totally totally. Yeah. Uh, thanks for asking. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, now on to something again completely, completely different, different that we saw together. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and why don't you talk about uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Yes, bit. we saw Jungle Cruise. Yeah, it featured The Rock and Emily Blunt. So it was just um, visually pleasing in a different way <laughs> than The Green Knight. Yeah, it was. It was very pretty to look at the whole time. Uh, both of them are very good looking people. And it's sort of, um, it's funny, I heard it described as um, like the mummy. Mm-hmm. But just in like the jungle like, instead, yeah. and it, it's very similar feel to it, where it's like the knowledgeable, the the book smart, knowledgeable person, mm-hmm. and the real world jung, you know, element knowledgeable person. Yep. Um, and how they sort of clash, but also you know help one another. Um, you know, she's on a journey to find this lost you know thing, and uh, the rock is along there with her, and it was it's just a tree of life. Is what oh, they're looking yeah. for. Yeah, it was just so funny the whole time. Mm-hmm. I was just smiling and laughing the whole time. It, I mean, cheesy jokes. Some of them actually like smart jokes. Yeah, you have to yeah. like you know think about. And I mean, get. that's the charm of the ride is yeah. the the um, guide and you know mm-hmm. all the the different kind of puns that they make along. Oh, the, the ride, way. the actual yeah. ride, and yes, if you don't know, this is based on a ride at Disney World. Yeah. Disney World and Disneyland. Yeah, yeah, and they just made it into a movie. Yep. Which I was, I gotta say, I was skeptical at first. I was like, I don't even know if I want to see this. I don't mm-hmm. know. That seems weird. Um, but it was very fun. And yeah, actually... Yeah, because you don't love the Pirates movies, right? I've never even seen all of them. I've seen okay. the first one and that's it. Oh, really? Yeah. You've never... Oh, okay. Interesting. I'm not a big pirate person. I, I'm not either, but I really... I very much enjoy those movies they're a lot of fun maybe i would but they're not as funny as jungle cruise they're not nearly as funny (laughs) no and johnny depp is no Dwayne rock johnson Uh, that's for sure um you okay there yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's um but what i really liked about this movie too is that it actually had a lot of heart in it as well sure um there's a cool don't want to spoil anything but a cool thing involving her brother and like their relationship and things about him that are just very touching um, as well. So I found myself, I don't think I actually cried, but I found myself yeah. rather touched um, by some of those things. Yeah. And I would recommend this for anyone. If your kids would like it. 
Um, but people without kids would like it. Yeah. Um, if you like Indiana Jones, if you like any of the Pirates movies, uh, and if you like, you know, The Mummy or, or things like that, it's mm-hmm. got that same kind of awesome swashbuckling action plus, you know, a lot of fun. And uh, just, like, really cool stunt work and a couple of cool, like, characters and visuals and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. Plus puns. Yes. Puns! So many puns. Yeah. Yeah. Go check it out. Yeah. I gave it a nine. I, too, gave it a nine. Nice. I, I gave it a nine as well. Yeah, and then two I nine. didn't give it a two 29. Nine. That yes. would be ludicrous. <laughs> that would be absurd. <laughs> Jeff would be all over us. I hear him typing now. <laughs> Half points and now a 20, 29? Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I don't know how to transition into this next film yeah. and I don't know how to talk about this. Next yeah. Film. You still have a question mark, uh, for your rating for this movie. That's what I got. Yeah. So we saw Annette separately. Yes. But we saw, I saw it first and then Sean saw it. Yes. And I kind of wish we had seen it together. And <laughs> I think I can sum up this film best, uh, and quote, a uh a woman that sat i think three rows in front of me as uh i saw it and <laughs> the woman who sat three rows in front of her turned around and said what did you think in that that yeah what did you think and the woman in front of me said it was either brilliant or horrible <laughs> And yeah, yeah, it was either brilliant or horrible. Have you even said the name? We haven't even said the name of the movie yet, by the way. I thought I said Annette. I don't think you did. I'm pretty sure I said I Annette. I don't know. I don't know. It's, anyway. The movie is Annette. No, I said we saw Annette. <laughs> oh. And it's uh, it's a musical, and it's by the Sparks Brothers, um, who are the uh, the titular character, I don't know, the um, subject oh. of the Edgar Wright documentary mm-hmm. about the band sparks yes um i wouldn't call this a musical it had music in it it's a musical no it's not a musical. it's a musical it had music in it anyway adam driver plays a comedian and marion cotillard mm-hmm. plays an opera singer and they uh are together and then i'm gonna like cards on the table like even if we spoil this movie like you're still gonna have to watch it and mm-hmm. like see for yourself so we're just gonna say what happens right i don't even know what happens well i'm just saying i'm gonna give away like the weird thing in the middle okay which is that the weird thing in the middle they have a daughter and the daughter is a puppet yes like in the movie like a creepy doll puppet but that's the whole thing is like is she actually real or is she a puppet and that's where it gets strange so and then they exploit well, her. It gets and then, even stranger. But yeah. yeah. Um, and then it gets weirder and weirder. And I think it. what was odd to me was that the final like scene or the scene before, like the very final scene, mm-hmm. um, like kind of got me back on board. Like the opening number, I was like, "Oh, yeah, this I is was great. Like, this is cool." And then, you know, probably for about 
five to 12 minutes after that, I was still like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. I think I think this is cool. And then it was like, oh, you lost me there. Yeah. Oh, and then, you lost me here. I have no idea what's going hour, on. I was lost. But the, the end of it, I'm like, okay, this is definitely saying something now. Mm-hmm. And then I just, I, okay, you don't know this about me, dear listeners, but <laughs> I don't ever drive in silence, like ever. I, it's podcast, it's music, it's something. Mm-hmm. Sean does not like silence at all. I didn't turn anything on on my ride home. Really? Because I needed to just sit and think about what it is. And, I'm, you know, is he commerce and she is art? And then what does it say that the the mixture of commerce and art produces this fake edifice? Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of where I'm at with it is that, you know, he is something and she is something and... and what those things represent create this you know fakeness that you know this non-reality that then gets exploited for more of either one Mm -hmm. and ultimately you know one has to win out in a certain way Mm -hmm. and i think that's kind of where i'm at but i don't know if that's right i don't even know if there is a point well that's how i felt about it where it was like if this was supposed to be like a satire or a parody i'm on board with it but i don't but i think it was supposed to be like serious so that i'm not and then it kind of reminds me of like of mother that Mm -hmm. if it's trying to make a point it is so obscure for you to understand and i if i have to think that hard about it to get the message then to me it's not a good movie Mm -hmm. like you can't you know hit me over the head with it but also you can't put it in this weird convoluted story and then be like, oh, yeah, didn't you guys get it? The movie was about this. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, I get it. No, I don't. It was stupid. Nobody would have figured that out unless you told them. <laughs> like, that's how I felt about Mother. Okay. And it's very similar. It's I, kind of this. Very similar feel to it. It's like the same thing where, like, you're you're walking through a museum, right? And there are, you know, your classics. And you see those and you're like, yeah, okay, this is, you know, beautiful rendering. Mm-hmm. Um, of of these themes and and everything and you're like okay it's not my aesthetic but i understand and appreciate and then you see like the modern stuff you know like the warhol or whatever and Mm -hmm. it's like i get it you know i understand it's like pop art it's turning things on its head it's still saying something but it's you know more for the masses and Mm -hmm. stuff and then you get to the abstract art yeah and you're just like aesthetically there are some things i like Mm -hmm. I don't like a lot of it, or at least I don't have a connection to mm-hmm. a lot of it. And then I know you're going to tell me it says something, but I'm still not going to. I it. find it completely <laughs> impenetrable. Yeah, and that's kind of where I am. Like it's still artistry, and like I still appreciate um, what it took to make, mm-hmm. and like some of the performances, and you know some of the music is good a lot of it doesn't resolve in any way like melodically mm-hmm. resolve and it annoyed the crap out yeah, of me yeah it was weird <laughs> but um i really don't know what to say about it anymore yes. like if you force me to like give it a rating right now i think 6.84 like i gave it a 6 <laughs> like i mean this is not a movie i recommend people watch other than like if you want to be like like see a trippy movie and like yeah you know then you should go see this but yeah like true film students and like people Mm -hmm. who like 
love the avant-garde mm-hmm. and really like to dissect things and pick apart you know uh, films and meanings and themes and and everything like that mm-hmm. yeah check it out but like it, this is okay uh, specifically becky my sister becky <laughs> do not if you this. are listening to this don't ever watch this film don't even watch the trailer for this <laughs> film okay all right <laughs> Okay, cool. Very true. Understood? All right. Okay. Let's move on to something that I saw by myself that I will spend very uh, small amount of time on. Okay. Suicide Squad mm-hmm. by James Gunn. Uh, he was fired by Marvel and then rehired by Marvel, but in between that, signed on to do Suicide Squad. And boy, am I glad he did. Because <laughs> this film is over-the-top, violent, ridiculousness at its best it is just a ton of fun dc has absolutely no idea how to make a cohesive universe but (laughs) as long as they give us you know a shazam a suicide squad and a original wonder woman for every you know four or five completely dour justice league Mm -hmm. bullcrap um i'm okay with that okay you know (laughs) um and the snyder cut was pretty cool too so you know dc this is what you're going for that's fine you know you're you're never going to be marvel at this point because true none of your stuff fits together in any cohesive way <laughs> at all plus there's a new batman coming out and i don't know it'll probably be great because robert pattinson and everything but um yeah but suicide squad i thought it was great margot robbie is i think the best thing dc has going for it on the movie side mm-hmm. and um john cena rules <laughs> <laughs> so yeah Suicide Squad, I gave it an 8. Had a lot of fun. Very fun. Nice. Uh, then we watched, we decided to hop in the Wayback Machine. Mm-hmm. And uh, since Fast 9 came out this summer, but neither of us had seen any of the franchise mm-hmm. at all, we decided to watch the first one. So we um, watched... You need to edit this. We did not decide to watch the first one. I said, I want to watch 5, 6, and 7 because someone at work told me, Fast and the Furious 5, 6, and 7 are great. And I said, Sean, I'm going to watch 5, 6, and 7. Or is it 5 and 6? Or is it 4, 5, and 6? I thought it was 4, 5, what, and 4, 5, six. and 6. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. And I, and you were like, that's cool, but we can't just watch 4. We have yeah. to start at the beginning. And I was like, no, I'm not, I don't want to commit to that. So I have yet to watch 4, 5, and or whatever the 3 I'm supposed to watch are. And we watched one, and like I still can't possibly see how I could get on board with watching any more than this one. <laughs> like we I don't played the game. I don't and get we it. Picked, I played, we picked Fast and well, Furious. I, I want to watch the one that my coworker told me to no, watch. No, but but that has to build to that. But there was nothing the story through one. There two, was and nothing three. in this movie that I didn't know before I started watching this movie. Yeah, there was a lot I didn't know. I didn't really know like the main plot and I didn't know that pretty much everybody in it is just a bad person. Yeah, the main plot <laughs> is they race cars. But that's not though. By 3 and 4, like it's not at all about yeah, racing cars I know, probably. So I just want to skip to 3 and 4. No. <laughs> Because was you, my point you need to yeah <laughs> oh you're so impatient i don't know. i just don't i don't i will agree that i have what was great about this i have movie. absolutely no idea how this turned into a franchise because yeah. the first one is just so completely run of the mill and yeah. like not that great no it really they like race cars and yeah eh. I, I don't know how it got a sequel and and gone a in 60 seconds is a way better movie than this is the italian job is way better movie yeah, than, I, yeah. I mean, um wait is the italian job about stealing cars yeah. Oh well, no. I never actually it's saw about it. 
it's the one with the Mini Coopers and um, what's it, Mark oh, Wahlberg oh, and gotcha. Charlie Theron. Oh, okay. I never saw that. But it's, oh, it's really good. Yeah. Oh, I loved as Jason like, Statham's in it. A teenager, I watched Fast and Furious all the time. Like, I loved it. No, Gone in 60 Seconds. Yep, that's what I said. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know it. Yeah. Say what I mean to me when I say. Yeah. yeah. I loved that movie. And that was like cool stealing cars and like cool chase scenes. There weren't even that many racing scenes in this. No. It was really, ugh. It was a different time. I I'm mean, changing was, my rating. I was going to say, like, I just looked down. I gave it a seven, yeah. and there was a seven in your column. I don't know. I forgot about how much I didn't enjoy it. I could have fallen, <laughs> fallen asleep in the middle. You were cross-stitching the I don't whole know. time. I'm like, you got a lot done. I, don't know. I was like, all right, he's a cop. Let's get to the big reveal. Ooh, he's a cop. Like, I was stupid. Are you a cop? Yeah, I gave it a six. <laughs> it I gave tough. it a seven. It's fine. I didn't think it was all that great. So... Yeah, we've reached the point of the summer uh, of August where I tested positive for COVID. So I had a lot of time to sit by myself and watch movies that Monica would never care to watch, nor should she watch. Uh, So I'll kind of try to go through them as quickly as possible. As I said, I was very much in a space state of mind uh, (laughs) and the, you know, kind of works with the whole like, isolation aspect of it so i watched a netflix movie called stowaway and this movie was really great um i very much very much enjoyed it uh another good hard sci-fi movie so no like uh supernatural type stuff going on just you know science people with science problems it's about a crew member uh, a grounds crew member who ends up on a ship that takes off so they're in space and the ship is planned to have three passengers and now it has four and it's the crew trying to deal with what to do now with this extra person and all the ramifications of the unplanned extra body and food and air and and all that kind of uh you know the that's a problem (laughs) (laughs) that's a problem (laughs) so uh, I won't give away any of the plot points. I will say that uh, there's just really great kind of human uh, struggles with morality, with science, you know, with everything basically trying to kill them <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Um, I thought it was great. Uh, when I rated it originally, I gave it a seven, but this has really grown on me. Um, yeah. And I think I would bump it up to an eight, possibly even a nine, but I think I'll hedge it at eight for right now. Okay. Um, yeah, I think it's great. I think um, some of the science in it, to me, seems like it might be wrong, but I don't know enough to say that uh, it would be. So okay. uh, I, I really liked it. Um, Anna Kendrick is in it, Tony Collette, and uh, Daniel Day Kim from lost i like those people yes um there's only four people in the entire film four actors uh and actresses and yeah it's really good it's definitely worth a look up on netflix another netflix movie that i watched was gunpowder milkshake um a lot of people likened this to kind of a john wick feel uh i would say yes minus the revenge um it's good like world building and uh good you know kind of um it sets up like a nice like this faction versus that faction and these are what these people do and here's why 
this was wrong and that sets this whole plot into motion right um but on top of that it's got this really great uh kind of barry sonnenfeld aesthetic to it so i've been saying that it's kind of john wick meets pushing daisies because there's like a very like playful almost whimsical feel to a lot of the scenery and a lot of the settings and uh this film has some amazing action sequences yeah um there's one and actually talked about this as i uh was a guest host on the master of one podcast Mm -hmm. uh check them out great podcast and thanks for having me again guys um there is a fight scene in this where one character does not have use of their arms and it's awesome (laughs) the way that they think about um trying to do damage or defensive maneuvers without like the actual use of your arms but your arms are there you know it's not (laughs) like they took away her arms yeah she has arms but she's just kind of got to flail them about in different (laughs) ways um it was amazing i think there's some amazing set pieces i think this has the chance to become a cult classic really um yeah that's a bold statement yeah, I think it's just kind of one of those things that's um, going to unfortunately fly under the radar, but I think we'll have a very fervent uh, fan base. Nice. Yeah. Um, I liked it a lot. I give it an eight. Nice. I know my dad liked it. Yeah. it was. I <laughs> would see why. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of really cool stuff that happens. Um, then I watched a, a film that I've been kind of dancing around for a while and i've wanted to watch it since it kind of came out and that's the sisters brothers and that stars joaquin phoenix and then uh john c Riley. and it's a western and it's just the tale of the sisters brothers they're guys that um kind of bounty hunters essentially and uh they're you know paid to bring people in dead or alive you know way mm-hmm. out west um i have to admit there were a lot of points in this film where i was kind of bored (laughs) well Um, it is a western yeah but they're great westerns like (laughs) okay hell or high water was good yes and it's that's more of a modern western yeah yeah but um you know the searchers is good uh unforgiven is really good um i've heard 310 to yuma is fantastic Mm. gotta check that out but um yeah it's it's really well made and had i seen it in a movie theater, maybe I'd feel differently, but mm-hmm. I just felt my mind completely wandering at times in it. There's some like weird things that happen in it. Ultimately, like it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's it's good, not great. Um, I wrote down a seven, but I feel like I'm more of a six. Ooh. Um, it was yeah. I don't know. It it was well made, and I can respect it, but I didn't. Mm-hmm really enjoy it and then lastly i saw moon uh which is another film that i had heard a lot of recommendations for and uh watched it and was slightly disappointed with um there's a you know kind of conceit to the film that is a little bit predictable after like you know 20 minutes of it uh sam rockwell um plays opposite sam rockwell for most of the film oh okay um it's uh yeah it's um again it was good not great i don't the ending was interesting in that it sets up a an event that i feel would have been way more interesting to see play out than the movie was okay um 
not that I like want a sequel, <laughs> but I feel like that would have been the start of a film that would have been really More interesting, <laughs> really kind of interesting. Okay. Um, so yeah, I, I, again, I respect it and I think it was like really well made and there's some, um, good parts with like tension and some like just cool, um, extra like, you know, sci-fi type stuff. Okay. But, um, ultimately a little disappointed. I gave that a seven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, bummer. But yeah, thus uh, wraps up sp- uh, Sean's space spurs and uh, spray of bullets corner. Um, so yeah, Monica, talk for a while about the l- l- uh, latest movie that we saw together. Um, yeah, we uh, thought we weren't going to get to see it because of your COVID isolation. Didn't yeah. know if we were going to get to see it in theaters when it came out. Um, and that's Free Guy. In which Ryan Reynolds is a um, NPC, a non-playable character inside a video game. Um, but I mean, he's like born that way. He's not like trapped inside it. Like he <laughs> is an NPC in a video game, um, and the interactions he has with a player in the real world. Um, and this was fun. It was really fun. The you know video game aspect of it, and some of the like funny like tropes of video games um that you get like you know it opens with like his character just like waking up every day doing the exact same thing it kind of it felt like lego movie in that yeah first like five minutes yeah it just it just kind of made you think about like you know that video game you played a hundred times where you like encounter the character and you know exactly what they're gonna say and do and you just like you know go on to the next part um so it was kind of like if you if you enjoy video games too you'll like this movie but even if you don't um just the general concept of video games is really all you need um to know i thought it was really fun i thought that there were many funny parts um i think the characters were really well written and it you know had a moment his moments of like heart to it as well the whole idea of you know ai and do they have feelings and things like that and but then the storyline in the real world um, was also very interesting and I think relevant to our world uh, today that made you and how they combined those two worlds the real world with what was happening in the video game became you know like dependent on one another and that was really interesting yeah I was surprised at how much took place outside of the game and mm-hmm. pleasantly so because I don't know if the whole film could have existed within the game I agree I think you needed those outside forces to really like give you something to totally latch on to but yeah um i don't know if you know this madams but <laughs> ryan reynolds is charming as bleep. <laughs> um i just I, i'll watch him do almost anything like he's just great he's that guy that can hold a film down just mm-hmm. like with his witty like just the choices that he makes as an actor and mm-hmm. like how funny he is yeah i just i i um I'm a sure. Bit of a boy crush on him sounds I'm, like. I have for a while. I'll, yes. Van Wilder is like you know one of those films that I watched like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I'm sure the like two actual gamers and two like tech people and stuff. There's like so much of it that is just like, well, that's 
bull. Like, mm-hmm. that's not how this works. That's not how that works. This isn't what this type of environment would look like um, and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't really care much about that. Um, yeah, except you did. Well, that's... <laughs> No, I'm talking about just, like, in the general overall stuff. There is one specific thing that I absolutely hated about the film because they specifically, like, said before that it can't happen and then they Mm. did it and then... But, yeah. I think um, you harped on it way too much. It it annoyed the crap out of me. Yeah, but to, like, discredit the movie because of that one thing. Well, it was kind of a big moment. And it was very... It was a... You were thinking too hard about it. It was a deus ex box... Yeah. Uh, oh. Watch the movie and and write to us, and John will tell you what he's talking yes, about. Yes, write to us at PO Box. No, <laughs> but email us. Whatever you can use, write to me. That. Yeah, we've never gotten an email at uh, MarriedMoviesPodcast at gmail dot com. So, <laughs> uh, well, besides Spotify's like you know monthly thing that tells you nobody listened there. or whatever. Um, yeah. No, it's it's still like super entertaining like you know your your four quadrant summer family hit mm-hmm. um there's nothing in it that's too over the top i think for uh i mean not like for five-year-olds but mm-hmm. you know 10 year old or something like that yeah i don't know it's pretty violent but there's no consequence to the violence. yeah like, i mean it's be like but it doesn't look like a video game when you're in the video game. yeah but it's no more so violent than any guns. game that most 10 year olds have yeah, probably it's already video, played it's a little bit different it looks more real in yeah the but i don't know maybe that's a good thing then they think twice in the video game yeah, about I don't know. you know i'm just whatever. saying like a warning to there's yeah. a lot of gun violence in it. yeah i'm not saying it's like jungle cruise like take the whole family but oh yeah i'm sure. saying like kids will enjoy it you know because they probably live in that world like mm-hmm. um was it your was it a friend of yours or was it on a podcast that said that they'd seen a, it a co-worker yeah. yeah his son uh went with his grandparents and they were like uh oh, i'm sorry his grandparents went to see it and they yes. had to call the grandson to explain like what's an npc yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's cute that's great yeah um yeah just great entertaining popcorn movie like yeah it was very fun yeah check it out if you like video games if you like ryan reynolds and uh it's been a while like this was supposed to come out a very long time ago so and it actually ends up in the end being like a really cute rom-com a little bit yeah a little bit so yep so very ryan reynolds mm-hmm. yep yet another movie that you had to um, explain the ending to me because i had to pee Yes. I thought it was yeah, over. You missed, you and missed I bolted. The very, the very, very end. It faded to black. I thought it was done. <laughs> yeah. That's true. You didn't even wait for the credit to roll. No, that it was, was like, pro- that was you know, what I thought was the end fade to black and yeah. I was out. <laughs> um, and then you were like, wasn't that ending really funny? And I'm like, I think it was more cute than funny. And you're like, wait, wait when did you leave? What ending? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I gave it an eight. Oh, I, I did as well. Yeah, awesome. Uh, we've reached the final film of our summer so far. <laughs> um, uh, the next one will probably be a full episode. You know, the next thing we see together. Yes. Um, if it's any good or really bad. Um, but the most recent film that I have seen is The Night House. Not The Lighthouse. <laughs> the, the Night, night House. House. And uh, this is a horror thriller um I would call it more of a thriller than a horror. And actually, after I saw it, it was like, you know what, Monica, you might have liked this movie. Okay. Um, 
there's a kind of a, like a hereditary type vibe. Okay. In that the like the spooky stuff is like kind of ancillary to the the more human emotion aspect of it. Okay. Um, so it's about a woman whose uh, husband kills himself like completely unexpectedly, and um, yeah. And then things happen in her house that are odd and uh, how she deals with that. But, you know, it's one of those uh, more recent, you know, thriller type horror movies that kind of juggle a lot of themes where like it can be just about grief or depression or, you know, um, thoughts of self-harm in dark places and and things like that. Um, But it's also got supernatural elements and you know um more your typical like horror oh hi cosmo um (laughs) more uh it has you know your more basic horror things as well and um the way that they build you know terror and dread and like the jump scares and stuff like that is all handled really really well and uh yeah i i think this one on the face of it kind of looked like your average um kind of haunting type movie with Uh a little bit of weirdness but um i'm very glad that i ended up seeing it because it was it was a lot more than that and i think there was a lot of meat uh on this this film and a lot to really sink my teeth into and i i really enjoyed it i gave it a nine nice yeah so that is the end of our summer vacation from podcasting. <laughs> and uh, we promised you we would tell you what our two top films of the summer were each. Yes. So four films in total um, where I think we would say, you know, if you're anything like us in taste, if you've listened to any of these episodes <laughs> or talked to us in real life, uh, you know what we like, you know what you like. So these are the films that like if you if you agree with, either of us these are the ones you should check out so monica what is your first film of the summer oh is it any particular order i don't think so Um, i mean you can save like what you think is the ultimate um, ultimate for the second one okay uh then um jungle cruise jungle cruise is your summer runner-up yeah it's i mean you know i think it's also because it's like summertime it was just a fun summer uh movie and Mm -hmm. it uh it made me laugh and um i just really liked it yeah yeah, go hang out in some air conditioning, give a big tub of popcorn, and, uh, you know, enjoy. Just have fun. Uh, for me, I think it might be a little bit of recency bias, but I would say my runner-up is The Night House. Okay. I really, really enjoyed what was going on um, in the themes of the film and just the the way that it handled the horror aspects. Uh, I thought it was, it was really cool, kind of modern... Uh, horror take um yeah so what was your number one like must see of the summer yes um definitely for me it was luca especially if you say must see like it's a movie that everyone can enjoy and you should enjoy because it's um, a great film yeah so it's whether you're you know five years old or 50 years old it's just a really fun Again, a summertime movie, like it's just feel good. You don't have to think too hard. You cry a little, you laugh a little. Um, I loved it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Just a wonderful, make you feel like a kid again, or remember at least how you felt <laughs> yeah, when you were a kid. kid. And yeah. yeah, 
yeah. beautiful film. Um, it would definitely be up there, like in my top three, probably. It's mm-hmm. three, or you know, or maybe even two, mm-hmm. like for the night house. But yeah. yeah, but you were going to talk about it, so I wanted to pick a different movie. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So and that brings. If you were listening to our podcast at all, you're not going to be surprised uh, what Sean's number one movie of the summer is because he geeked out over it for a while yeah and unfortunately monica couldn't even weigh in because she hasn't seen it but um the green knight is my hands down number one it so far it's my movie of the year and it'll take honestly a lot to dethrone it um, oh. oh yeah couldn't end without a pun i wasn't actually even trying that one but sure. um okay i was <laughs> no i it's it was stunning just absolute beauty like mm-hmm. i i yeah, it, it'd be in my top five, probably of the most, you know, favorite films that I've seen in the last couple of years. Wow. Um, I guess I got to watch it then. You you really do. And uh, mostly because I need to watch it again. So <laughs> as soon as we, you know, reconfigure uh, the basement after we put the floor in, we mm-hmm. got to get back down there and make our movie room again, 2.0. And uh yeah, see this one as soon as we can because we need to see it on a bigger screen. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, you should, if you've agreed with me about any movie, um, any movie like this, you know, uh, go watch it because it is gorgeous and just fantastic. I loved it. Loved it. <laughs> A24. How are they so good? I know, they, they put out great movies. So good. Yeah, they really do. I mean, two of the films that I've gushed about on just this three month period zola and this oh zola was a24 and just and never get oscars i don't understand it don't understand well i do because they don't like pay to market for that but manchester by the sea was a24 maybe no i I don't know did that win oscars oh maybe it was nominated for them and i think i think actor actress i think it definitely won some the kid i believe yeah maybe i'm maybe i'm wrong about that though yeah that was oh that was a heart wrencher yeah anyway that'll do it for this episode thank you for sticking with us for (laughs) an hour and 40 some minutes um we really appreciate it i won't promise that we won't take another extended break (laughs) because life happens yes but and, once uh, we get our once we get our movie room up and running again i think we'll yeah have some more movies. and start hitting the theaters again you know with a with a pace that uh and then once once soccer season's over you know oh yeah there's absolutely. a lot more time in our schedules <laughs> um but yeah that'll do it mm, i was wrong it's roadside attractions and amazon studios it's not a24 ah okay well there you go yeah, sorry Anyway, uh, how do we wrap this up? What do we say? <laughs> it's been so long. What do we <laughs> oh, do? Oh, we do the thing and then say it at the same time. At the same time, same yeah, time. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So that, that'll do it for this week's episode of Married at, at the, the Movies. movies. Wow. <laughs>